There's a support group out there for almost anything you can think of, and these groups are often well attended by people seeking help. But are support groups really helpful to people? Well, that's what we want to look at today on Quick Counsel. Welcome to the Quick Counsel podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. There are a lot of support groups out there, and as I said, you can find a support group on almost anything. There are bereavement and grief groups, weight loss groups, addiction groups, family support groups, survivors of abuse groups, medical support groups, mental illness groups, post-abortion groups. The list goes on and on and on. So in talking about support groups, we need to ask three questions. Question number one. What is a support group? A support group is a group of people with a common experience or concerns who come together to share their personal experience. And in doing so, they provide each other with encouragement and comfort and advice and coping strategies and firsthand information. These groups are often led by a layperson who shares that same common experience and has found some progress in that area. But they can also be led by a professional working in that area also. Support groups are not the same as professional therapy groups, which use a specific therapy technique with all the group members. Support groups are more peer-led, and and they focus more on empathy and encouragement and sharing and supporting. So that's what a support group is. Question number two, is support group really helpful? I've led support groups for over 25 years, and I have found them to be a great asset to people who are looking for help. In fact, my clients who have suffered from sexual abuse often find just as much, if not more, help from the support group than they do from the individual counseling. What is it about a support group that makes it so helpful? Well, first of all, it's just that. It's support. It's right there in the name. We all live in a world where everyone is juggling their own stuff, and it can feel like it's very much an every man or every woman for themselves thing. But we are not wired to make it on our own. We all need the help and support of others who have gone before us, and we need to extend that same support to others who are coming behind us. Support groups excel in being a place where you can both offer and receive support. The second thing that makes support groups so helpful is the community. People are made and meant to live in community. We all need a group of people who get us, who understand us, who can relate to us. Too often when you're struggling with a particular issue, it's really easy to feel like you're the only one out there with that issue, and thus you begin to kind of withdraw from community. You feel like you just don't fit in. And this furthers that sense of isolation and loneliness. But you're not the only one. There are others out there who know what you're going through because they've been through it also. And there's a great amount of strength that comes from being in a community with others who get you, who have been there and done that. Another thing you get from a support group is a safe place. Because of the support, because of the community, a support group becomes a safe place. It's a safe place where you can talk about your issue, share your emotions, receive support and feedback, and and practice growth. And all of this without worrying whether the people in the group will really understand, because they do. They get it, and that makes it a safe place. Another thing you get from a support group is feedback. The group members get to know one another and they feel safe with one another, so they begin to give each other feedback on what they're hearing and what they're seeing in group. 
The group may give positive feedback on what a person is thinking or doing or going through, or the group may lovingly challenge that person in what they're thinking or doing or going through. And it's so helpful to have a safe place in a safe environment with people who will lovingly be honest with you. You also get the practice in a support group. A support group is is like a laboratory where you can see how you tend to think and behave, and it's also a place where you can begin to practice new ways of thinking and behaving. In group, a person can try on a new behavior or a new skill and have some time to get used to that before they take that out in the world at large. And finally, another thing you get from a support group is growth. I have seen people who have come into support group feeling stuck and helpless eventually leave that group being transformed. How does this happen? The support, the community, the feedback, and everything else we've talked about creates an environment that makes it safe and possible for people to open up and learn new things and grow in ways that they never ever thought was possible. So the third question and the final question we need to ask about support groups is, how can I find a support group? If you or someone you know is ready to attend a support group, the next step is just that. How do I locate the group I need? Well, nationally known groups like AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, Overeaters Anonymous, and Al-Anon, they usually have their own website, and these sites will contain great resources as well as to help you locate a group in your area. Sometimes you can find a group you're looking for just by doing a simple internet search and narrowing that search to your area. And if you're still having trouble finding the group you're looking for, then try contacting your primary care physician or a a local mental health provider. You can even try contacting your pastor or a local church, as many churches either offer support groups or have referral lists of such resources. Now, a final word about support groups. Support groups are not the magic cure-all for everything. Like everything else, there are some good ones and there are some not-so-good ones. There are groups that you'll fit well with and others that you won't. And you get out of a support group what you put into it. You don't grow just by attending. You grow by attending and investing. But if you're willing to invest yourself and to work hard, a support group can make a big difference in your life. So if you're wrestling with a particular issue and you can find a support group related to that issue, I would encourage you to give it a try. You may be very glad you did. I hope this episode helps you understand the idea of support groups a little better. Maybe it'll help you take the step you need to seek out a support group if you need one. Leave a comment or review and and let us know if you have any questions. Don't forget to subscribe to get more from Quick Counsel. And don't forget that you can find more from me at brettleg.com. That's one T, two G's, as well as from Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you have a great week and join us again for the next Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.